One of my life goals is to be a keynote speaker at a conference. I want to be an expert in my area and also be someone who helps others grow. To this end, I give talks at meetups and conferences pretty frequently. A few years ago, when I was just getting started, I had a talk coming up. I decided to speak about being bullied at work, an experience that had been very difficult for me, but also one that had taught me a lot about myself. I thought it was an important story to tell, so I prepared the talk. I even used my favorite TV characters to talk about how I would approach conflict differently in future. The day before I was supposed to deliver it, I started getting nervous. It felt like such a big risk to go up on a stage and pretty much announce publicly that I had been scared to stand up for myself. What would people think of me? Would I sound weak? What if I'm the only one who has had this experience? It felt like such a risk to put myself out there and share something so personal I had been through. Since then, I have spoken about many other topics. But this continues to be one of the most popular talks I have ever given. I have had several people come up and tell me how much they connected with the talk, including some very senior leaders. If you are someone who wants to go out there to share your story, to share your expertise, to build a personal brand, but you're hesitant to be vulnerable, you're not alone. I have been there and so has our today's guest, Shruti Kapoor. Shruti shares her story of how she overcame her hesitation and created a large social presence. Hi there. You are listening to Unseen Battles, a podcast that brings you behind-the-scenes stories from women leaders. This is your reminder that as you work through your career struggles, you are not alone. I'm your host, Parul Goyal. Every two weeks, I'll bring you raw, honest conversations with a successful leader about a challenge they faced and how it changed them. So, let's get to it. Shruti Kapoor is a senior software engineer at PayPal. She also spends a considerable amount of time on her side projects, on speaking at conferences and meetups, writing blogs and articles for the developer community. She has generated a huge following of about 12,000 followers on Twitter. I am one of her followers and I really enjoy her dev jokes. I met Shruti a few years ago at work and we bonded over our desire to build a brand for ourselves in the industry through content creation. You know, over time we have discussed what has worked for us, what has been challenging for us. And I have learned a lot from Shruti about putting myself out there. Shruti, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You and I are going to talk about building your brand in the industry and community evangelism. So I would love to hear from you how you got started and what were some of the roadblocks and obstacles that you had to overcome. Hey, Parul, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's been an honor. Um, I'm so glad you started this podcast, first of all, and I'm so glad that Thank I'm a guest you. on this podcast. Thank um, you for your support. <laughs> uh, so how I got started, um, so I guess the first time that I started uh, kind of doing this community evangelism, uh, which is just like, you know, giving uh, talks and 
uh, going to meetups and attending conferences and speaking at conferences was uh, when I first wrote an article. I think it was like a JavaScript article on promises. Um, and basically the article mm-hmm. explained what are promises, what is callback, how can you do that? Um, that's the first article I wrote, I remember. And that's how I kind of like got into uh, putting my content out there or like putting my learnings out there. Um, and then I slowly started mm-hmm. picking up uh, more articles to write and slowly started speaking at meetups, speaking at conferences from there. Um, and now I can't think of going back ever. So for the first article that you wrote about promises, uh, what was the trigger? What made you want to say, okay, this is, you know, something, there seems to be a gap and this is, I I want to write about this. What made you uh, do that? I was just starting to learn about promises at the time. And I found that there wasn't really an article that I could really like connect with or like click with. There were so many articles at the point, so many YouTube videos at the point, but nothing kind of like explained to me like a, like a five-year-old. So then I was just thinking about how, you know, if I was to explain this topic to somebody else, how would I talk about it? And so I kind of put a twist to that article. So I started with like, you know, promises are basically like uh, when your partner tells you like, hey, go get groceries. So you go to the store and you go get groceries. So that's like you making a promise to go get groceries and then you come back. So the promise has been fulfilled. So that's how I kind of like started explaining the promise. Uh And for me, like that made a lot of sense, like connecting it to real life events that made a lot of sense. And so I thought like that's what is missing. So that's what kind of triggered me to write that article. I was basically writing that article for myself. Like if I was to read that article in two months, would I be able to understand promises? Uh, So yeah, my audience was myself. Okay, so then you wrote it, you put it out there. What was the reception like? The reception was really great, actually. Um, And I remember that one of the, like, the featured image was a guy proposing a girl. And so that was like a promise (laughs) is being made. (laughs) So I feel like... I feel like that article was very relatable to a lot of people and uh, a lot of people commented on the article as well saying like, oh my God, finally I understand promises. Finally, it makes sense. Like this, like, so I felt like that, you know, like speaking about JavaScript topics or like speaking about a technical topic in layman terms makes a lot of sense just to myself and to other people Mm -hmm. as well. So that kind of gave me the encouragement of like writing more articles like that. Okay. And then then what happened? So you started getting more uh, speaking opportunities. You started writing more. Promises came easy to me because that was something that I was struggling with at that time. So I was like, this is something I'm struggling with. Maybe I should write about it. So that one came easy. I remember it was really hard for me to find the second topic because I was like, everything is already written and everything is written really well. So like, what am I going to offer? How am I going to offer my unique voice? You know, uh, so th- finding the second article was the hardest thing. Um, I can't remember what I wrote about, but it was also something that I was struggling with at the time. So my approach has always been to like think about a topic that I'm struggling with and kind of like give my own spin to it like I was explaining it to myself. So my audience was always kind of myself, my future self or my previous self. Nice. Um, so that kind of helped me in like getting started and writing more articles. I remember after I wrote a few articles, I also started going to a lot of like free conferences around in Silicon Valley. I think my first conference slash meetup that I went to was a modern web conference. It's a free conference. Um, and there's a lot of speakers mm-hmm. that come there that talk about JavaScript. So that was the first conference that I went to as a as an attendee. And I had so much fun there. And I was like, 
and and i i remember like one of the talks there was about like five new features of javascript which i thought was such a like a cool idea like first it is very relatable uh-huh. second it is like such an easy topic to give a talk about and a lot of people can like find uh, use out of that topic so i thought like this is such a cool topic maybe i can do something like that as well uh, so the first time i got uh, invitation to speak was also the first time that i actually spoke at an event um and i was wow. invited by tracy who is the organizer of that modern web summit modern web meetup so i think so basically i think i got my invitation because i was being really loud in the google meetup and i was like being super active in, on twitter about it so she she reached out to me and she asked me if i would be interested in giving a talk and i was like okay there is somebody out there who believes in me i think she had only like seen my articles or wow. something on internet yeah. and so that's when i gave my first talk in modern web summit meetup. Uh-huh. Wow, my gosh. So it basically built on itself. You wrote one article, you got good you know good feedback, then you like struggled to find the second one then but you you like you said you write about things that you struggle with because if you are struggling yeah. with it there are probably others. And then you like you know started attending conferences and then you started speaking at conferences. Exactly, exactly. Shruti, during this time, like, what were some of the roadblocks that you faced? Right, you know, maybe internally, what did you have to overcome? Externally, were there anything? There was there anything that's keeping you? Yeah, so like after I wrote the first article, like I said, that came easy. But the second article was really hard to come up with. Um, I was struggling with this feeling that you know I'm not an expert on anything just yet. Um, I was really early in my career, but also I felt like there's nothing unique that I can offer to to like this this vast JavaScript content that's out there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? This like what should I write about? There's so everything is already written. Everything is so saturated. So just like coming up with articles became really hard after a point after after the first article actually, um, and that was like a big mm-hmm. block. I still struggle with that. Um, so it's like an ongoing process. It's an ongoing challenge. Um, yeah. But also when I was starting out, I remember once uh, I got invited to speak at this the the first uh, talk basically, I mm-hmm. shared this news with my manager at that time, um, and he was like wait people actually speak at these meetups and so for me that was like so discouraging <laughs> cuz yeah. that was the first talk i that was the first event that i was about to speak at um and it was like a like a local mm-hmm. meetup as well it wasn't like something huge but okay. that was the first event that mm-hmm. i was going to speak at so it was a big deal for me um and i guess I, what i was looking for at that time was encouragement and acknowledgement that i was mm-hmm. good enough um yeah. And yeah, so like hearing that from my manager was really discouraging to me. What what kept you like? Did you give the talk after that? Um, yeah, so I did give the talk. Uh, I was super super nervous in the talk. My legs were shaking. I was actually uh-huh. giving this talk, and it was really re- really like nervous. I was really nervous for the talk because I was giving this talk in front of experts who and I was basically like through the talk okay. I was giving an example of like one of these companies that was leading in progressive web apps and. uh one of the lead engineers was in the audience so <laughs> i was really scared through that talk so tell me this shruti uh so your manager gave you this you know the kind of was kind of dismissive of what you were doing uh and then for a minute you did think should i back out should i not do it what kept you uh going 
like what made the decision for you that actually i'm still going to do it um yeah then i came home and talked to my partner and he mentioned that um if it's something that you enjoy you should totally go for it and there are people in the world who are going to be better at anything that you pick so there's always going to be experts out there and always going to be people who are going to be better than you um so kind of like that pep talk that he gave me helped me um overcome the fear of giving the talk of being out there or putting myself out there were there other people in your life uh, like you mentioned your partner who were supportive of this journey and how did that help you yeah i think finding like your supportive like your support squad is super important especially when you're doing something that's this vulnerable for me i was really lucky that when i started my job at paypal i had a super awesome manager andrea andrea perez olaya which who i think has been on your episode on your podcast as well she was my third guest yes yes she's awesome um and so um her and actually another manager from paypal as well uh, punima venkat krishnan um both of them were really supportive in my journey and both of them made me feel that what i was doing was worth it and they both stood by me um and i think it's really important like as your man uh, um like when you're getting started with something that you're like putting yourself out there it's really important to have this support squad um and they made me feel supported at work that i had their uh, like when i was spending time on it i had their support um both of them helped me kind of like carve out time from my work schedule to give talks and write articles so um yeah big shout out to both of them nice and you know i'll, I'll tell you this so uh so i was at paypal at the time and i remember purnima uh, posting on our org slack channel about your speaking opportunities and i didn't really know purnima well at the time but i remember thinking my gosh that's a good manager <laughs> <laughs> to so I mean, right? to be like she helped you and to be honest i actually noticed her because that she was doing this for her team and that really stood out for me so. exactly yeah like big shout outs to purnima um she stood up for me multiple times with the team and with her leadership as well uh, to ensure that i could keep doing what i enjoyed outside of work yeah yeah and so now shruti you have like you know you have a pretty large following almost 12000 people on twitter you write quite a bit you speak at quite you know industry events um uh, number one what have you learned about this process and number two do you still are there still moments then when some of these doubts come up resurface that oh you know maybe i'm not an expert maybe there are better people out there who could be talking about this yeah um I think uh, the second part like I always feel that there's always people out there who are better at a topic than I am there's always experts out there and so then I I go back to what I was thinking beginning about the promises article like I am basically writing this article for myself if I mm-hmm. can come back to this article in like a year or like in two months and still understand the topic um then it's a success it doesn't matter like if there's a unique voice or not if yeah. it's a rip, if it's like a repeat topic mm-hmm. that's totally fine there's always going to be people who will understand this topic uh from your point of view so like uh, basically like the lesson that i learned from this is like you're writing for yourself let's just think about it as like you're teaching your younger self or you're teaching your future self what was the first question the first question was what have you learned in the process like yeah um i guess what i've learned about it 
uh, is uh, consistency is key. I, I guess just for like building a Twitter following or uh, keeping at it. So, uh, and then sometimes I find that it's really hard to come up with articles on the spot. So what I'll do is I'll keep like a running list of ideas in my head and mm. anything that you are struggling with is an idea. So like promises, um, uh, interview questions, mm. anything. Also, oftentimes people will ask uh, certain questions. So some people may ask like, um, how can I get started with GraphQL? So if you have to give the same mm-hmm. answer to at least three people, then that could be a blog idea. So that's the biggest thing that I learned. Uh, the second thing I learned is that um, write, like I said, write for your future self. You're not, you may not be an expert, but people mm-hmm. will still find value in how you teach. There was a webinar I was attending, and they talked about that. You know, there are I don't know like thousands of burger joints in the U.S., but new ones still come up, and people still go to them. Right. So they're yeah. just diverse enough taste that even if you're writing something that has already been written, there will be people who will still find value. Exactly. So Shruti, let me ask you this, OK, because this is something I struggle with. So whenever I post an article out there or even when I post these these um, episodes right for the podcast, one of the worries that I have is. Uh, what if nobody comments on it? What if nobody likes it? Like nobody even reads it or even if they read it, they don't like it. Like, so when you are clicking on that post button and you do it a lot, right, with articles, with your tweets, like, do you feel that way? And if so, like, how have you overcome that? Yeah, totally. Like that's, uh, I feel that all the time. Um, And I feel like um, people not engaging with the article or like not posting a comment, is not a reflection on you. It may not. It may be a reflection of the algorithm at the time. Okay. So, like Twitter is really notorious for this. You your like very nice article may get lost um, because of when you post, how many people are online at the time, what like hashtags you used, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, like that's how that's a big relief to me. Like, and yeah. then the second thing is like if you're noticing that a article is not and 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 this is something I do with my articles like if you're noticing that an article is not picking up it may be either because you are posting about a very saturated topic which is still totally fine or Mm -hmm. that there is um, Mm -hmm. no demand for that topic like it's too advanced um, which is fine as well Mm -hmm. so for that what you could do is find platforms where you can find engagement Um, so I started writing on medium first and I found these publications that Mm -hmm. would kind of like post my article on their publication. So that's how you can start like driving a lot of uh, engagement towards your article. So basically you're saying it could either be the time, right? That you just didn't time the post, right? So then you, I guess you play with it to find, you know, when when is it that you get. And if if that's not working, then maybe you're not putting it in front of the right audience, right? Then changing the platform where you are. What what if you write something and it doesn't click? Like, does that discourage you? Like, yeah, that's that's true. Um, I think like as content creators, we look for like some positive reinforcement to continue going. Validation, totally yeah. true, exactly. And then yeah. um, I feel like uh, the uh, for, like a few things you could do is you can share this article with a list of like your friends or people in the industry. So I started sharing this with like my managers who were supportive. Um, in my previous teams and with my coworkers, so I would share this just to get like some early feedback on how the article was, just so I could be, you know, I could mm. be sure that the article is good. 
Okay, so you do, you try to just go smaller, right? If you yeah. feel like lack of engagement might really like hurt your confidence, go smaller, go with in a safer group where you will get engagement, right? And that's exactly. how you build your confidence to go, go larger. Exactly, exactly. And the benefit is that these people will actually give you the right feedback. So they won't be like internet trolls. They'll actually tell yeah. you like, oh, maybe this is what you can improve or like, I didn't really understand what you were trying to say there. So you can change that. And really the thing is putting yourself out there is risky. Nobody might notice, people might criticize you. What advice do you have from for someone who's struggling with that, wants to get started but has like these worries? Yeah. I think um, if you want to get started, the first thing I would do is uh, pick a topic that you enjoy. And that is mm -hmm. because if you if you do something you enjoy, it will automatically show in your talk, in your in your uh, um, article in your podcast so do something mm -hmm. that you enjoy and that also keeps you going in like producing more of it um, the second thing mm -hmm. is that and this was holding me back is that there will be people who know more than you um, so don't worry about mm -hmm. that um, just put your unique voice out there for people to hear um, that's important and then the third thing I would say is start small and that could be writing about uh an article, maybe just putting it on your GitHub blog or writing it on medium.com or uh, dev.2 um, or giving, if you're interested in public speaking, giving a talk at like a local meetup, which is usually like small community of maybe like yeah. 20 to 50 people. And these groups are really supportive and they encourage new people to join and new people to give a talk at. So it's not like a very saturated group where there's already hundreds of speakers. So start small um, and maybe give like a demo talk or like a demo article to your trusted group of friends who can give you good feedback on it. Um, and then the last tip is nice. Um, so start small, start safe. Start small, start safe. Yeah. And the last tip is um, don't hold yourself back. So um, I I did this a lot. I thought that I wasn't like smart enough, or I wasn't like uh, I wasn't very I guess uh, experienced with the technology or like JavaScript, and I didn't have a lot of like uh, industry experience. So I wasn't good enough to write an article on this. But um, my advice would be like you are unique in your own way and you have your own unique way of presenting the information. So go for it. Don't hold yourself back. Just Shruti, your, your advice really resonates. You know, so last year I had two goals. One was to write an article every month and also do a speaking opportunity, find a speaking opportunity every month. I don't enjoy writing. So that's the one that did not get done. But the speaking one, because I do enjoy it, like I actually like really exceeded my goal. And the second thing you said, right, about holding yourself back, like at this point, I have done probably like 50 plus talks. But even now, when I'm about to give a talk, I do have this thing, like, is it useful? Are like people still going to enjoy it? And every yeah. single time I have to overcome that and say, you know what, I am just going to go do it. I hope even if one person finds value in part of the talk, it's it's worth it. But over exactly. time, it gets easier. Exactly. And then I think for talks as well, or like even blog articles, if you're feeling like, um, I don't know if this is the right topic, or I don't know what I should talk about. Um, it helps to kind of have a discussion with the organizers or the editors of the uh, publication. So you can run a few ideas by them and see which one gets yeah. the most interest. Um, 
in terms of like coming up with articles i felt or, or like topics i felt like things that you may uh, like as if you're new in getting started i feel like you may think that you don't know anything but just think about like your day to day work um there's i i bet you like i can promise you there's so many things that you're already comfortable with that are your audience expert at that you use every day so think about those things like what are some things that you're using in your day to day life or what are some things that you usually google so write an article about that thing or write a, give a talk about that thing and you know even in my talks those are the most interesting ones for me where i have been through an experience it was a difficult experience or like you know kind of i struggled with it but then i yeah. got it those i think are the most fun stories to share yeah. because you just learn so much in the process exactly exactly and you can give examples from your real life yeah yeah so shruti i know you have a very large digital uh, print uh, footprint uh, how can i our audiences connect with you where can they find you oh i i remember that when i was writing these articles i was finding it really hard to kind of like find this time to sit down and write articles and like work on my content so i started a live stream coding session which is basically like a pomodoro technique of 25 minutes on so you work for 25 minutes and then you take a 5 minute break then you work for another 25 minutes you take another 5 minute break so i host this like co-working sessions on twitch you can find it on twitch.tv/shrutikapoor my first name and last name and it's basically like a chill time to like come hang out with me work on your own side project i play music so it's like i i i like it a lot i have a lot nice. of fun oh i was just going to say that you know if uh, somebody in our audience wants to write that article wants to look for conferences to apply to like this is a great session to join with shruti like it's just a co-working session you do your own thing but you're making this 25 minutes at least 25 minutes commitments to work on your your on your, on your goal Yeah exactly. Um so I I usually work on my articles so you can find a buddy to work with with me. So I'll be your buddy. Um I'll he- I'll keep you accountable. <laughs> um nice. and uh, or I'm working on a talk or I'm work- working on some side projects. So it's like it's kind of like we're working in a coffee shop together. Nice. And then obviously you're also on Twitter, you're on LinkedIn, you are on GitHub. Uh I know you have a pretty large social presence and I'll make sure I include those uh in my episode notes um yeah you can find me on twitter at shrutikapoor08 as well and on linkedin with the same names <laughs> yeah well shruti thank you so much for your time and for sharing your unseen battle with us thank you so much parul for having me if you like the episode please leave a review and help others discover it <laughs>